it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to another episode of Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, and I'll be your host for the next 30 minutes as we talk about sales and marketing and how to make you a better sales professional. Every single week, I take your questions and your comments and all of your suggestions right off of Twitter and now on Instagram at Sales with Sully. So you can find me at Sales with Sully on Twitter, of course, where we've been using Twitter for a long time, but we've also recently gone to Facebook. And then the most recent, we are now on Instagram at Sales with Sully. Send me a question, a piece of advice, something that's worked well for you, something that you'd like to have some additional information on. And we will do our best to make sure that we give you a great answer on how to implement that particular sales piece of advice or technique or tip into your life, making you a better sales professional each and every week, right here on inspirednewsradio.com, Sales with Sully every single week. And this week is no exception. We have some great information. A couple of questions came in on Twitter this week, and one of the things that uh, was commented on, we have a Twitter, at SalesPro175, and he asked the question, so... Uh, his question was about flexibility. He said that his, he has his presentation down cold, but as soon as someone interrupts him or there's uh, a distraction or something happens, then he ends up losing track and it feels like that he can't, he can't find his way back. So this episode this week is titled, One Thing I Know For Sure is that nothing is for sure. That's the title for this week's Sales with Sully because we're going to talk about the flexibility needed and something called muscle memory. This is part of a multiple part series that we talked about just a few weeks ago. I don't know if you guys were listening. I hope you did. If not, go back to our download library and find a couple of past episodes. I think you will enjoy listening to the planning and preparation for the presentation. That was in a series, a six part series that we did talking about all the way from lead generation to sales support and what you do after you get the purchase order and delivering the 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 goods or services but in that episode which was the first p of planning and preparation for the presentation we talked a lot about you know the contingencies what happens when you see a buying signal and you go for a close or you have an objection that you haven't trained for all of those things that come that come as part of our day-to-day life as a chosen profession of being a sales professional one of the things that happened has happened to me especially in my younger days the you get a, a a technical buyer or you get someone that's much more technical than you are and they start drilling you down on the technical you know well is this uh you know molly cobalt hydrogen infused zero oxygen you know they they start to get into these technical things i am not uh, an engineer and i am not going to say that i am an expert in every single aspect of every single technical thing that there is to do about my particular product 
So I always default to, and it's just the standard thing that we talk about every single time in a sales presentation. It is better to say you don't know and that you'll find out the information than it is to try and, you know, bullshit your way or buffalo your way or uh, pretend or fake your way through the presentation because it's just going to come back to haunt you and it's going to get you caught. It's going to get you in a bind and back you into a corner. So the best thing that you can always answer in one of those particular types of questions is, you know, Joe, I just don't know. Uh, I've been doing this for a long time and I'm, I'm very well versed in our product and I know a lot about the value proposition and and how it's going to save you time and money and you might want to even reiterate a couple of the value propositions but you can say i just don't know but in our closing episode i hope you learned that what you're going to do is is you're going to ask the question is so uh, can you tell me why that's important to you probe around the question a little bit because what you want to do is uh use that as a Uh, We're going to call that a buying signal so that this person has started. It's not an objection because they're they're wanting to exert a little bit of maybe their knowledge or their authority or they want to show that they're a little smarter than you. There's a variety of things that could be happening here, but it also could be hiding or masking something of a bigger problem like, you know, I bought this a product similar to yours last year and it didn't have this particular uh, metallic component or something that you know is a very highly technical I didn't find out uh, about it until later and it ended up you know only lasting you know six months and it should have lasted six years and it ended up costing the company hundreds of thousands of dollars and my boss still is mad at me about it now he's not going to tell you all of that but that could be the full reason for that question. And if you don't probe around it just a little bit, you're going to end up with a person who may be an influencer and maybe a direct decision maker telling either the direct decision maker or saying no because they don't want to risk going through that process again until they have an answer to that question. So probe around it a little bit and, and say, so explain to me, Joe, why why that's so important. Now, I've been doing this for a while, whatever it happens to be, whether it's one day or a year, I've been doing this for a while, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure about that question because I've never had it asked before. Can you give me some history as to why you asked that question, and, and have you had an experience with that particular metal alloy or that particular coating or whatever it happened to be? So probe around it, and then he may or may not uh, be a little bit more forthright and give you some additional information. But you keep probing around it until you know you've you've kind of exhausted that that train of or that line of questioning, and you kind of exhausted that area. Then you then the simple answer is I will find out for you, and I will send you an email, or I'll get you in touch with our chief engineer, or I will find out and get you a direct answer. I will get you the make, model, manufacturer of the type of coating, the metallurgy we use, what lab we use. I'll find out 
whatever it is, because somewhere back, even if I'm buying that component from another uh, vendor, somewhere along the way, somebody has done that testing that he wants done, and we have that information or we have access to it. So it's really, really imperative that you say, I will find out and I'll get back to you. Now, if he is the business, if he's the actual uh, decision maker and he's not going to buy until uh, you actually you know get an answer to that question and you were expecting a close on this particular meeting that you were at at that particular time then by all means get the person on the phone call say you know what i don't know but after you probe around a little bit and you find out that this is really important and this is a gating what we call a gating item they're not going to move forward until they have an answer to this question then my suggestion is let's get somebody on the phone if it's within business hours let's call the you know cto let's call the person in charge let's find out from our supply chain manager let's let's get an answer to this question if at all possible right now and if not then we'll find out the answer and i'll try and have it to you uh, you know as soon as possible but by the close of business today or by the close of business tomorrow we'll have that answer you that is why I'm saying the episode that this week is called the one thing that I know for sure is that nothing is for sure because you could have walked in that meeting with a full expectation you have contracts in your briefcase you are completely ready the pricing has been covered you've gone through all of the value proposition the CFO is signed off they already know about all of the terms and conditions the law the legal and all the lawyers have signed off terms and conditions have all been redlined and agreed upon you have the new revised contracts in your pocket or in your briefcase and you are absolutely ready for the close and this particular person comes in maybe at the 11th hour and asks this particular question now that that is part of why flexibility is so important and you also have to know how you're going to handle these particular types of situations now i've given you a couple of examples already where you just just stop take a moment say let's uh joe why don't you and i go back to your office and you know let's see if we can get this question answered and then we can reconvene here in say 15 minutes or you know if you don't want to take up everybody's you know time you can say why don't we get this uh question answered Answered and we'll meet back here at nine o'clock in the morning or whatever you know is available so those could be that could be a item that you get through after you've probed around it you find out it's a gating item you get the question answered and you come back right there and maybe Joe doesn't have to come back to the meeting maybe it suffices that Joe just sends an email so then what you do is you can say Joe while we're sitting at your desk he's got the answer and he's been satisfactorily answered the question then you have him just type up an email to the people that were in the room and copy you and copy your CTO to, you know, this is what I heard. Thank you very much. I think that eliminates any uh, concern that I have. And then I would have to be able to say, yes, we should be able to go forward with this product or service. And thank you, Scott, for being here today. It's been, and thanks for answering my question. Boom. That is now solved and that's in the books and now you can go back to uh, preparing for the close whether it's at that same particular day the next day whatever it happens to be but now you have eliminated that but that gives you a tool in your arsenal you now know how you're going to handle that one 
you're going to try and resolve it immediately. Two, if you can't resolve it immediately, you're going to make sure that you get that question answered. And three, you're going to make sure that you've probed around it to find out just how important is it. Can we go ahead and get the contract signed today? Can we move forward? Can we make that a contingency? Or is it an absolute full stop till we have the answer? So there, it could be a soft no. It could be a hard no. It could be a not even a no. It just could be as I just want to know if you know your stuff, you know, and I want to see, you know, what you're made out of because I just want to flex my muscle a little bit as the customer and I just want to find out, you know, make a hoop for you to jump through just because I can. All of those things have happened to me in the past, and those are all very viable alternatives that could actually happen. The key here, though, is the flexibility that we talked about. And the other side of that coin that you haven't, we haven't talked about yet, and that is the muscle memory, the planning, the preparation, the, the fact that you are an expert, the fact that you know your product inside and out, the fact that you know your CTO, you've gone through the engineering, you know, to the engineering department, and you've sat down with the engineers and you've asked technical questions and you have a good baseline understanding you know who in the company to actually contact to find that out you know there's a metallurgist you know that we buy that component outside all of that was not done by accident all of that was done with planning and all of the preparation that you've had over the months and years of working for the company you've taken every chance that you can to get to know the product better to get to know the company better to understand how our decisions are made so that you can compete and convey that information to a client so that you can say you know a lot of thought was put into that Joe and I'm really glad you asked me that question because I just was sitting down with our CTO and he was giving me a little bit of a primer on what was going on because of this particular coding and why we changed it and what happened and the reasoning behind it or whatever all because you were prepared uh, prepared and that you had done the proper planning lots of peas there uh, and you've done the proper planning and preparation and you knew exactly uh, what to do in case that came up now what is the likelihood of that question let's say you've been doing this for a year and you've done you know 50 presentations and it's never come up before what is the likelihood that it'll ever come up again maybe never but you know what you now have that answer in your arsenal and it's ready to go and you can then think about when the next time it comes up well you know Joe that's a great question I have been doing this for quite some time and you're only the second person that's ever asked and you can give a little history about why they asked the question because it may be very similar to the reason why now it may not but you may be you know able to peel back the layer of the onion a little bit and let your client or your potential client know that you understand his pain and suffering a little bit better better because of the type of question that he asked. So remember, the muscle memory comes from training. The When you hear people talk about muscle memory, they usually are in the military or the police force or first responders, someone that has, has done an immense amount of training. Because when you're in a life and death situation, you don't want to have to think about what it is you're going to do. You want to be able to react because the brain can bring you out and bring out the action and you can react faster than if you have to think about it then 
manifest in your mind what you're going to do take that action you know even though it's just milliseconds it can mean the difference between life and death getting out of the way of a you know falling a building or or getting shot at or any of the things that go along with those uh, first responders and those those people that are in the military and and in police forces and things like that but that muscle memory is you've trained on it for so many hours you know exactly how to react you have you have been drilled and drilled and drilled into your head you know look behind that door look behind that door look behind that door that when you walk into the room you look behind the door you do it instinctively because it becomes what they call muscle memory well that's very much the same type of muscle memory i'm talking about when i talk about being a sales professional you have to know that there is a process and a procedure behind that the one thing i know for sure is that there is nothing for sure there is going to be a lot of disruptions and every single sales presentation is going to be different and one room might be really hot and one room might be really cold and you may have uh technical difficulties and not be able to connect to the wi-fi and you may and all of these things are going to happen and none of them are going to fluster you because you are a sales professional you are going to be prepared and ready for each and every one of them and I promise you that if you do find one that catches you off guard this time you'll be ready for it as a contingency for next time that is for sure because we learn from our mistakes we learned we you my uh, my grandfather used to say all the time it says there's only one way there's only one thing that we do is win and when we don't win we learn so i know there's been t-shirts and memes and everything else and but that goes back all the way to you know the late 50s early 60s when i heard him saying there's only two things there's only two outcomes you either learn (laughs) or you either win or you learn so there is no lose we don't have losers here we have winners and people that have learned because at the next time that that comes up in my case i'm going to make sure that i have an answer and i'm also going to never ever ever make the mistake again of trying to just bs my way through and you know bluff my way through oh that's a you know an xyz coding that you know came out of south africa and the guy who invented it you know making all of that up absolutely does not help anybody and it will not get you the sale it'll just turn around and bite you every single time so there is nothing wrong with being able to say i don't know i just don't know joe you know what i've been doing this for a while and i can tell you a lot about our products and services but that's one thing that i've never been asked and i've never asked the question myself so i don't know but i'm going to find out for you and is it important enough that we should just call the cto right now or can we go ahead and sign the contracts today and i contingent on the fact is i'll get you a satisfactory answer within the next 24 hours and if he says no i really have to have the answer before i sign the contracts then by golly guess what i'm going to be doing for the next 24 hours i'm going to make absolutely sure that he has an answer that's satisfactory to him and we're going to find out why this is so important so can you tell me more about the question is there uh, uh, something in the past or the history where this has come up where it's something that I should know about is it a is it something my competitor said is it something that you've heard or read about in an article about a particular uh, our particular coding or our particular metallurgy is there you know w- what is what's bringing this up now so that I can have it in context so when I find the answer for you
keep probing around that and then find out. And then the other thing, too, as we talked about in our closing episode is make sure that you're saying to them, so if I find out this this information and I get you a satisfactory answer, does that mean then we can move forward with our uh, our proposal and, and get these contracts signed the same day? And if he says, yes, you're fine. If he says, no, then you have more selling to do. You have to stop pull back a little bit and reevaluate exactly where you are because you may not you may have jumped the gun you may not have been able to you know plan a closing meeting because obviously there are some underlying things that haven't been answered and especially if Joe is the decision maker and he's been in every single meeting and this is the first time this is coming out then there are definitely things that haven't been addressed that you're going to have to address as the sales professional that you are So as you can see, when I talk about the flexibility and I talk about the one thing I know for sure, that nothing is for sure, I'm talking about just day to day, every single day. You get up in the morning, um, the Marines like to say it a different way. They say improvise, overcome, (laughs) you know, you have to... uh, you, you have to improvise because at, at some cases you might walk out and your tire's flat, but you got a sales meeting to get to. So you call in a cab, you take in an Uber, you call in a friend, you get in your tire changed, you call in AAA, how much time do you have, what did you allow for planning and travel? You know, So we're going to improvise and overcome because we're going to get to our objective. And our objective is to make sure that we are at that sales meeting, whatever it happens to be at whatever time, and we're going to be on time. We are going, no matter what is thrown at us now of course you know i'm being a a little over dramatic there because there are going to be times when you just can't you know something catastrophic happens and you just can't get there and you're going to have to uh, uh, reschedule one of the things that i used to say when i was uh, running a solar company and i spent a lot of time in the field and i spent a lot of time with building very successful sales teams i used to say guys and ladies, uh, guys as a general comment, uh, no one's going to die tonight if their solar panels don't get installed. We're not selling nuclear weapons and we're not saving the world with a, you know, uh, with an anti-venom uh, or an antivirus or some kind of vaccination that's going to you know, save the world. What we're doing is we're saving the world one solar panel at a time, putting them on a roof. So no one's going to die tonight if we don't get those solar panels installed. So let's make sure we're doing it the right way instead of just doing it to hurry up and finish the job because I don't want to have to come back and do it again. Let's make absolutely sure we're doing it the the correct way. So I kind of apply that to everything in my life when it comes to you know improvising and overcoming making sure that uh, we have the right information the right tools making sure that we have the best chance of success. My job is to get you prepared and ready for that pitch. If you use the baseball analogy is, I want to get you as many at-bats as possible, and every time that pitch comes, I want you to have a full arsenal of weapons that you can swing at that pitch. Because every time that you get up there and that pitch comes, I want you to have the best chance possible to hit a home run, or at least a base hit, you know, to get on on base and, and to move around the bases to score. So... I really appreciate you guys listening. I really appreciate uh, the comments and the questions that we get on Twitter and Facebook at Sales with Sully and now on Instagram at Sales with Sully. So follow me. 
like me. Uh, that's on the Facebook. Find me on LinkedIn. It's real easy. Uh, connect with me on Instagram at Sales with Sully. I really appreciate all of you listening every single week for my Sales with Sully. And until next time, like I say all the time, get out there and sell something. It's a noble profession. You've chosen it for a reason. Now all you got to do is execute. So get out there and sell something today because it's going to be a better day tomorrow if you sell something today. Thanks for listening again, and thank you for Inspired News Radio for all that they do for us here as show hosts, and thanks for supporting InspiredNewsRadio.com. So until next week, this is Sales with Sully, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.